Hey ladies, welcome back to Save the Girls Podcast. We're your hosts, Jocelyn Huss. And Michaela Johnson. And today we're going to talk about praising the Lord. Even when times are rough. (laughs) (laughs) So I was praying on my way home from work today, and I was kind of just asking God what to talk about, what people kind of need to hear, I guess. And I, he weirdly brought like memories of the day to my mind, like throughout the day. And, um, I had a conversation with one of my coworkers today and I already told Kay, but I was having this conversation and he was talking about how even through really hard times, like we need to wake up and praise the Lord and still have joy knowing that like we have a God so good. And, So, um, because he's going through a bunch of personal stuff and he said that, you know, even when he's going through this, people will ask him why or how are you so happy? And he was saying, you know, even through times like this, every morning I wake up and praise the Lord. And I was just thinking like, wow. And it's weird because God will literally like bring memories back to your head of like times where he did good things for you or things that he did in other lives that you got to witness And so then that was one of the memories throughout the day that came to my head. And then another one was one of my other coworkers. Um, He's an amazing guy, like an amazing guy, but he just has more of a negative mindset. Like, oh, like this is going to be such a long day or, oh my goodness, like we have this to do. Like it just has more of a negative mindset. Right. And um, I was just thinking like, wow, like I feel like, You know, he needs to be more like so-and-so and, like, praise the Lord and just be happy that we even have a job through a pandemic. Like, Mm -hmm. almost like meeting life with gratitude, right? Right. And I just kept thinking about this. And then on my way home from work, I was listening to this sermon. Well, after I was praying, after I prayed, um, I turned on this sermon. And it was called Enjoy It All. And it was by Transformation Church. And she was basically talking about the same thing, like, when things are going bad, you still need to find joy, you still need to enjoy life, like, you still need to remember that Jesus paid the price for us to have a good life, like, Mm -hmm. he gave his life for us to have a life, you know what I mean? So, um, I was just like, wow, okay, God, like, this is what we need to talk about today, and this is, um, what people need to hear, because it is, it's a hard time, and we say that all the time, but it's a very hard year for so many people and it feels like even though it's the end of the year things keep stacking on this year and it makes things feel unbearable for a lot of people oh yeah and um even though we might be depressed or we might be we might have lost somebody um in our family or that was close to us we still need to remember that no matter what God is with us, and he is protecting us, and he's intentional. He wouldn't give us these things if we couldn't handle it. And um, we just need to take a moment to thank him and be grateful when we're feeling so distraught and sad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I um, think I've been struggling with this a lot because I've been like, I don't know what it is. I'm just in a weird spot in my life where I just feel so like, like, that's literally (laughs) what I can say because I can't even explain how I'm feeling. It's Mm -hmm. just like down. But I think if I like switched my attitude, even when I try, it's hard in the moment and I, it's so much easier said than done, but it's like, if you switch 
if I switched my attitude and was like, dude, God, thank you. Dude, God. <laughs> God, thank you so much for just, like, waking me up this morning. Like, you could have chose to, like, not let me be up this morning, but you chose to wake me up this morning and just live life. And I'm sitting here mad because somebody did something at work that I'm upset about. But at least I have a job to go to. At least I have a bed to sleep in at night. Like, there's so many small things that, like, I take for granted. I want to say, like, we, but especially me, like, I don't even think about it in the morning. Like, I have parents that love me. I have so much to be grateful for. And it's, like, when times are hard, we just, like, dwell on these hard things. And it's so much easier said than done again. But it's, like, we need to start realizing what God gives us every single day. Like, sight, taste, smell. We can walk. Like, we can talk. Everything. (laughs) love talking but you know what I mean like it's just so crazy because there's so many things that I take for granted that I forget that I take for granted like there's so many things to be thankful for every single day yeah and that's the thing there will always be things to look at and be like upset about there will always be negative things and that stuff is always accessible to us Mm -hmm. but it honestly is a choice for us to allow ourselves to feel negative about a situation or choose to see the good in a situation Mm -hmm. because yeah like I said there will always be that bad thing there there will always be that reason to be mad but yeah but why give into that when we have we're living right we have a God that literally chose to give us life and we have Jesus that gave his whole life for us like that in itself is just something to wake up and be grateful for even on the days where it's really hard and I was I was also explaining to Kay like I feel like what has changed in my life recently in my mentality I feel like I have so many stressful things going on in my life right now but I'm able to have such a calm collected um attitude about it I guess and that's simply because I've just been more grateful lately and I've just been thanking God more lately because I know no matter what he has me where he wants me right now and when it's in God's will it's never a bad thing you know what I mean like there will never nothing ever will come bad out of the situation that God has his hand on oh yeah even if it seems in the moment like it's really hard for you he's working in that like he wants to shape you into something when you in your struggle like oh yeah he's putting you through that he's putting you through a process oh yeah He's putting you through something to make you different, to change you in a way that he needs you for Mm -hmm. you to then accept his blessing. Right. You know, so it might seem hard now, but you have to remember that there's there's something good that's going to come out of it. Yeah. This moment you're in isn't permanent and God wouldn't put you through it if there wasn't a purpose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think we forget that part sometimes, though, and and remembering that while you're in struggle makes it so much easier. Yeah. Sorry, my contacts are like messed oh, up that's today. Okay. That's why I keep rubbing my eyes. But um like today they just one just fell out of my eye. I know that that's super you all the time. Yeah, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um I know I said this on the last episode, but Stephen Furtick, it was in one of his episodes and it was on a TikTok, but he was saying like the bad thing you're going through right now like isn't gonna last the blessing's gonna come and the blessings don't last forever too like there's gonna be something and in the moments when you're like oh this sucks like for example when I was moving back for California did I want to really move back heck no I loved it there but it's like if I would have never moved back from California 
it sucked. It was so sad. But now that I moved back, look at what came out of it. So it's just like, there's always things that God's like setting up for us to either grow from, to like learn from, to become better out of. It's always something in our benefit. Like it's never anything to like make us worse. Like Mm -hmm. he's only doing stuff to help us gain things. Yes. And something I've learned too is when we're in these seasons, it's so important to be so much more intentional about who you surround yourself with, about what you actually do with your time. You almost have to protect yourself more because you're more vulnerable in these moments. Oh, yeah. You're more receptive. You're more emotional. So you're more obligated to do things that aren't good for you. Like you're more obligated to turn to those drugs or turn to that alcohol or turn to those friends who aren't going to lead you on the right path. Oh, yeah. You're so much more vulnerable to that in times where you're you're not as stable. And so I was watching the sermon too, and he was saying by Dr. Darius, he was saying that it's so important in these times to be intentional and be very strict with like what you're doing because you're gonna end up putting yourself in situations or you're gonna feel like you want to put yourself in situations that are only gonna hurt you more because you're not feeling good about yourself so you're gonna surround yourself with people who are more insecure you're gonna surround yourself with people who are doing bad things to make yourself feel better yeah you know and you need to surround yourself in times of emotional distress in times of like worry and when things are going bad you need to surround yourself with your church family you need to surround yourself with people who are going to pray for you oh yeah and doing positive things because you're not going to get anything out of doing those bad things you might feel like you're making yourself feel better but But. you're really worsening the situation because you're putting yourself in a worse situation dude I was laughing because I literally was just thinking about that Mm -hmm. I was literally took the words right out of my mind because I was thinking about that when I go and do anything ow I don't know what that was. Oh my goodness. I, I don't know what's wrong with me today, guys. Um, but my heart is burning. Um, anyways, but um, like when I go out and do stuff, it's like almost if I do something and I'm in a situation that I used to be so comfortable in and I'm in it, I'm like, this would be kind of fun right now, but why would it be fun? Yeah. Because I know if I like go home, I'm not going to enjoy it. Like I'm going to be upset with myself if I act the way that I want to act in that moment. So like you literally saying that literally took the things that are going on with me right now like I want to do it because everyone else is doing it but I don't want to do it because I know I don't want to do it which is so true because you think about yourself it's just like surrounding yourself who you surround yourself with because if I'm surrounding myself with like you if I'm constantly hanging out with you if I'm recording for the podcast and I'm doing stuff I don't think about that stuff at all. all right. But when I'm in the situations, when I'm out and stuff, I'm like, it'd be kind of fun to drink tonight. And it'd be kind of fun to do this. But I don't want to do that when I'm alone. Exactly. So it's just like I try to think about that and I try to make it a happy medium because it's like, again, this is like basically what it is. It, because we have to praise God even in the situations when we're like, I'm weak right now. God, you are so great and I know you can get me yeah. through this. So it's almost like we have to help God give us ask God and praise him for like giving us ways out of these temptations which is so it's so hard but it's so worth it in the end right we have to remember too it feels comfortable to go back to the things that we used to deal with our stress with oh yeah 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 alcohol for instance like oh I'm feeling sad I'm gonna go have a drink that'll Mm -hmm. make me feel better that's what we used to do Right. right so then when you're you know made new those things don't automatically just disappear. Right. Those temptations or, like, 
the patterns that you used to deal with, those don't just go away, especially if you did it for years and that's just how you naturally coped with your stress. Right. That's going to be your reaction is to go back to those things when you get stressed out again, right? Right. Because you, you don't, you haven't gotten into that self-discipline of right. praying when you're feeling that way. Mm-hmm. So then we end up turning to the old ways and that's the devil's in, right? That's mm-hmm. the devil's into our lives. When you give them that, like, it's literally like giving somebody from your past, like, an inch. When they get an inch, they get a mile. And yeah. that's literally what the devil wants. And, like, yeah. that's what you were explaining to me. It's like having your bedroom door open a little bit. Because when you have it open a little bit, that's perfect opportunity for those bad things to just walk back into exactly. your life. And, and that's when he knows he has you, too, because he's like, if I can get them with this, then they're going to get drunk one night, and then they're going to do this, and then mm-hmm. it's just, like, temptation after temptation. Right. And we have to remember to stay strong because those tests are going to come, but if you're trying to grow and you're trying to get better, you have to do something different than you than you usually do. Oh, you yeah. You can't go back to those things and expect a different outcome, right? Yeah. Like, you can't deal with your situations and deal with your stress in the same ways. You know what I mean? Dude, I feel like you're preaching to me tonight. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like a fire on the inside of me because I feel like with people around me and with everything that's just going on, it is such a stressful time for so many people. And I've really been feeling that. Like, I feel like so many people are heartbroken. So many people are losing people. The amount of deaths that I've heard about in, like, these past couple months has so been sad. astronomical. Like, so many people are dying. Mm-hmm. And it's not just, like, you know a distant distant family member it's like people who are like really close to these people and so it's just like it's been on my mind a lot and I feel like I'm just kind of sitting here watching it all happen and like wow like what can I do right and I feel like this is the most positive thing I can do is just like spread the word of the truth and like Mm -hmm. what has helped me in times of this because even though it is really hard time for a lot of people I feel like and it, it is honestly a hard challenging time for me yeah but I have a weird sense of peace and I know that that's because I've been more grateful lately and I feel like when God teaches me something it's my job to then teach it to others because it's just important for us as Christians to kind of like band together and like yeah. teach each other how to you know get through our our hard times because it's inevitable that we're yes. all not just Christians all people are going to go through struggle and go oh, through yeah. hard times and this is the time where it's so easy for us to you know pick the good path or pick the the evil path mm-hmm. and because like I said it's our most vulnerable times so if we choose the good path so much more good is going to come out of what oh, we're yeah. going through and if we choose the bad path so much bad is going to come out of what we're going through and a lot of times when we're at this pivotal moment in our life and we're looking like which way do I go we choose the bad path and that's yeah. when people end up in suicide that's when people end up in addiction that's when people end up in bad relationships that is like you know what I mean? It's just such a pivotal moment. So I feel like it's so important for more people to hear this at the right time mm-hmm. for them to be like, okay, I'm at this crossroad right now. Like, what which do way I am do? I going to go? You know? Yeah. And I guess because I've been struggling with that a lot too. Like, which way do I go? What do I do? Because mm-hmm. I really don't know. And I've, I don't mean to do this on purpose to God, but I haven't been really in my word and that's my fault. And I know when I, if I just picked up my Bible and read, I'd be Mm -hmm. fine and feel so much better, but I just felt distance and I'm distant and I'm doing it to myself. But it's just like, I think about that, like when I, it's different for everyone. The right path is. is so different for everyone. So it's like, 
you can ask people for advice, but it's really the only one that can help you is God. Yeah. And in these situations, like, the way you can get that is by praising him and by reading his word and by getting, like, literally sitting down and talking to him because that's what he wants us to do. But it's not the first thing we want to do when we're going through these things because he's good. Yeah. He's what we need and what we desire in our life but we don't realize that's what we desire yeah and he's truly the only one that can heal us yeah he's truly the only thing that can guide us he knows already and this was on my heart earlier at work too because I just think a lot when I'm at work and I think a lot about God when I'm at work because I work basically at a ministry so I just see the goodness of him but I was thinking about how nothing surprises God that we do And, like, we could literally do the worst thing ever, and God already knew we were going to do it. Right. So why do we allow that to, like, almost pull us away from him? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of people don't end up turning to God because they feel like he will never be able to forgive what they did. They're just a bad person. They're going through this time where they're addicted to something, or they're lying a lot, or whatever the case is, they're they just feel like a bad person Mm -hmm. it keeps them from going to him because they feel like not worthy and that's I keep saying this but that's like the devil's favorite thing like when you're in that situation where you feel like you can't turn to God because of this and that he wants you to think that because he doesn't want you to get closer to him and Mm -hmm. that's what you have to push through if you're feeling curious about God you're feeling curious about Christianity it doesn't even have to be Christianity just God in general If you have that inkling where you're like, I want to have a relationship with God, go for it. Like, just talk to him. You don't, and we've said this before, you don't have to go to church to do that. You don't have to, like, be a perfect person to do that. None of us are perfect. Oh, yeah. Even after, you know, being, I say, saved in quotations, even after being saved, like, I still make mistakes. I've still sinned. I've still done things that God's not proud of and that he wouldn't be happy with. But that doesn't mean that he doesn't love me. Right. And even when I do find myself like slipping back and not reading my word as much and not doing this and that, he still loves me. And he already knew that I was going to do that. Yeah. That's the thing. Like nothing you do surprises him. Oh, yeah. And he already, he still created you. He still wanted you here, even though he knew you're going to do all these bad things. And I feel this on my heart too. Like God loves if you're a straight person, if you're homosexual, he loves you. Yeah. He knew you were going to be that. Right. Like, he knew your se- what your sexual orientation was going to be. He yeah. already knew. Right. So, like, I know some Christians or some people who believe in God find that controversial, but it's not. God is love. And if you feel anything other than that from God, it's not God. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. people think that just because... You know, the Bible says this, the Bible says that. It doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like that's so important because people have this idea of God from what other people have said. Yeah. And those other people haven't actually taken the time to be like, God doesn't come from any place of hate. Oh, yeah. So when there's people who feel like, you know, somebody who claims to be a Christian is hating them, that's not a true Christian. Oh, 100%. You know, that's not, that's not the love of God. Like, God is love no matter what. Yeah, I um, recently have been thinking about this a lot, and I think whenever I'm struggling with being single, because obviously every time you're single, like, 
especially for a long time, you're like, when, come on, God, like, (laughs) when is my time? But, Mm -hmm. like, I keep reminding myself, like, God is the only person that knows what I need, what I want, and what, how to truly, like, how I truly need to be treated. So, like, he's not going to just go there, like, play somebody in my heart, in my heart, in my life that is going to, like, just treat me like trash and just not do what I need, like genuinely exactly. need somebody to do. So in those moments where I'm like, God, thank you. Like, it's almost like I haven't done this, but like, thank you, God, for not letting me go through those things yeah. again and not letting me go through hurt and be yeah. in pain anymore. Like, thank you for showing me what I don't want in a relationship and thank you for showing me what I need in a relationship. And eventually, God will give that to me, but he just knows I'm not in the right mindset for that yet. Yeah, and me and Kate were just talking about this because we talk about this a lot. Yes. <laughs> about different guys because I just want her to be prepared for when, you know, a guy does come in her life. But here's the thing. Kay ends up in these situations <laughs> where these men just need her help in some way. And I'm telling her, I'm like, Kayla, this isn't a sign that he's your husband. This is a sign that you need to pray for this man because he's literally going through a lot that you don't need to be dealing with. And it's like every time. And I'm like, Kayla. And then I'll point it out to her and she would be like, oh my gosh, this is the same situation as this. And I was like, Kayla, yes. You end up in these like repetitive situations. But that's the thing too. God will continue to put this in front of oh, you yeah. until you overcome it. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, especially in situations with relationships, we try to rush God's timing. Oh, yeah. Because we're like, I want a boyfriend now. I want to get married now. Yeah. And it's crazy because in that same sermon that I was talking about with Darius, he was also talking about... um. Like, don't go until God tells you to come. Oh, okay. Like, okay. so he was like, I don't care if all of your friends are getting married. He was like, you don't say I do until God tells you to come. So it was like this crazy thing because I think a lot of times we try to jump before God says to. And mm-hmm. then we ask God to bless it, but he yes. never told us to jump. Right. And so he was saying, too, he was like, sometimes it's different situations. He's like, God told this person to quit their job and pursue their business because they had that opportunity to. God's telling you to still work your 9-to-5 job and then do the business after because that's your situation. You still need to pay the bills. You still have these responsibilities. So it might not be that God doesn't want you to have a business. It might just be that God's asking you to still stay at your job while you work on it where he might be telling this person to quit their job to work on it because they're in that situation. So I think sometimes we almost get jealous of people's blessings when God's not he still has a plan for you just because he's blessing this person doesn't mean he's not going to eventually bless you it just you have more to learn you have more to grow you have more that god wants to work on on the inside of you before you can receive what he has for you and you said that before to me too you're like we have to god isn't just going to give you something like he's not going to put you in a situation when you're not ready for it yet like god knows i'm not ready for a boyfriend yet so he's not going to give me one because he knows i'm not ready for that yet because he knows if i do get in a relationship i'm just going to mess it up because i'm wild Well, and it's crazy because we've been talking about this for a long time, right? But look at the situation you're in now. You know, you're in trying to job transition. You're in school trying to figure that out. You know, you're trying to figure your life out. Imagine going through what you're going through and then adding a boy on top of it and having to worry about that. Oh, I would. You know what I mean? Like, relationships are not easy. No, not at all. That doesn't mean, like, obviously, like, healthy relationships are easier than unhealthy relationships, but relationships aren't consistently easy 
Oh, yeah. You know, you have obstacles. You have trust issues. You still have things you need to work on together. Yeah. And it's just, it's going to add a lot to your situation. Yes. It's not just going to be like, oh, I have a boyfriend now. Everything's great. No, you still have that problem. Exactly. You still have those bills. You still have these responsibilities. Just because a man comes in doesn't mean that all those things go away. Right? And I think as women, we justify that. Yeah. You know? No, I completely agree, and um, that makes a lot of sense for me. Like I said, I feel like this is really helping me because I've been struggling with just, like, normal life Mm -hmm. stuff, and it's just, like, you're trying to figure it out, and it's just, like, you add more almost to your stress to, like, make your stress go away, Mm -hmm. thinking those problems are just going to go away, but if you don't deal with them, they're never going to go away. Yeah, exactly, and that was my point, like... You'll turn to alcohol thinking that's going to get rid of the oh, situation yeah. when really when you wake up in the morning, you're going to have to deal with that situation just with a hangover. Exactly. And you know what I mean? That's more oh, of like yeah. a metaphor like yeah. generally, but... Um, that was good. Yeah. It's like the same thing. So like just because you're going through a hard time, just because your boyfriend comes along doesn't mean you're not going to have to deal with that situation tomorrow. It's yeah. still going to be there. You're yeah. just going to have this extra thing added. You know? Yeah. So we have to start analyzing, like, our struggles. Can we really deal with this right now? Is this really what God wants for us right now? Like, should we put this on our plate? And is God bringing these people into our lives to pray for them, to help them? Or is this a person that's supposed to be a friend or a boyfriend, girlfriend? You know what I mean? Yes, Like, yes, we have yes. to start analyzing more. Yeah. Right? We're fruit inspectors. And I yes. think I said this in the last one. We're fruit inspectors. We have to look at what people are producing and then decide whether we should accept that into our lives or, or not this. based on what type of fruit are they producing. Wow. Is that's, it good yeah. or is it bad? You know? Yeah, I like that. That's, yeah. And I feel like I forget these things when I'm, like, alone. Oh, dude, totally. Because it's hard. Because you're just... It's almost like you have to remind yourself things so much. Dude, yeah. And I don't even remember if I was talking about, if we were talking about this last episode or if I was just telling you this, but I think we tend to overwhelm ourselves with yes. with the Bible, with our religion, and it doesn't have to be so complicated. No. It can be just as simple as you waking up and thanking God that day because that's all you have in you that day. Yeah. That's okay. And God knows that that's okay. He knows your heart. He knows your situation. But still talk to him. Because yeah. once you stop talking to him, it it ends the conversation. He can't talk back to you if you're not talking to him. He yeah. can't answer you if you're not talking to him. Oh, yeah. No, so for sure. even if the reading stops, which I don't recommend, you should be reading, but we're not all consistent. I'm not always consistent Same. with that. Yeah. But you still need to talk to him. Yeah. It's the easiest thing to just wake up and be like, thank you, God, for putting breath in my lungs this morning. Just be with me today. Strengthen me today. And if it's your will, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, whatever is your will, that's what I'm going to do today. And yeah. just take it day by day. It doesn't have to be like, oh, my goodness, I have to do this every day for five yep. years. And, like, I can't take a break. <laughs> I can't take a day off. Otherwise, God's going to send me to hell. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like right. that. And I think we as we ourselves condemn ourselves. Oh, it's yeah. It's not always God condemning no. us. It's us condemning mm-hmm. us, you know? And I... um. I re- am reminded of this a lot because I'm like, I want to look like that Christian. Mm-hmm. That Christian's doing that, so I want to be like them. And it's just like a comparison thing. And God doesn't want us to do that because their relationship, will, and I know I said this in the last one, like their relationship with God is completely different than my yeah. relationship with God. My relationship with God could simply be driving down the street, like listening to music, and that's when I feel God the mm-hmm. most. Like it, it's completely different for everyone. Like 
comparison I feel like is one of the worst things because it makes you and I am reminded a lot too like my strength and my confidence doesn't have to I know that's completely off like what I was just saying but my strength and my confidence doesn't have to come from me like when I feel weak he's strong like he's the one who can get me through it like Mm -hmm. I can't do it by myself like God is the one who can help me through it and it's hard in those moments where you're just like my life sucks I'm so depressed I I'm having suicidal thoughts like what am I doing but literally God wants to be there with you he wants to hold your hand and he wants you to cry into his arms and just like let him be there for you oh dude yeah in those moments it's the last thing some of us want to do is like be positive and pray oh yeah like when we're feeling sad we're feeling sad and we kind of want to sit in that for a minute and it's okay to feel sadness but pray about it right pray to God about it be like what are you trying to teach me in this emotion or what are you trying to teach me in this situation it's just important for us to open up to God and allow him in those situations because if we don't allow him in he can't work he can't help us because we're not even giving him the opportunity to so I think that that's super important and generally I want the the message to be today that through the process, you still need to praise. Oh, yeah. Through the process of God working on your blessing, God working on you, the most important thing that he wants is for you to praise. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, like, like, he just wants us to, he, I guess it's not, (laughs) I I don't know what I'm trying to get to with that, (laughs) but literally he just wants us to be, like, being thankful to God is the best feeling in the world. That's where you feel the best, and once you sit there and you're like, thanks, God. Like, thank you for being here. You're, it almost, like, makes me want to cry because it's just the best feeling I've you, ever thought. I literally started tearing up on my way home because I was, like, the sermon that I was watching, she was, like, remember that Jesus paid the ultimate price. Like, he literally gave his life for us to have a good life. Yeah. Like, and that in itself, like, just think about that. Like, God, or, I mean, Jesus gave his life for us to even have a life. Yeah, I was pastor talking about that in church yesterday with um mm. yeah, with um Abraham and Isaac or Isaac and What did he say about it? About how he was going to kill his son. They oh walked. yeah, for the sacrifice, yes. but God all God wanted in that moment, well God did tell him to sacrifice his yeah. son. But all God wanted in that moment was to see that he was willing to do that. And before he actually did it, since he saw that he was willing, he was like, don't do that. There's actually a ram that I have caught over there for you to sacrifice instead of your son. I just wanted to see how much you were going to obey me. Oh, wow. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, and I, but um, he was like, and then later it says that Jesus was going to come and this and that. And I was like, bro, that's wild. Mm -hmm. And like, God was willing to give up his, like, think about that. When you have a kid, or like, think about this with Ali, for example. (laughs) Ali's your baby. I know this is so weird. But like, that's your baby. My dog, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about the dog. (laughs) But literally, like. That's your baby. Like, mm-hmm. God was okay with just giving us his son. Yeah. Like, full hands being, like, he's yours. Like, the end of church every single day, like, or every single day, every single Sunday, pastor does this prayer to claim Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, and he says, like, um, I'm yours, you're mine, and that always speaks to me because I'm like, bro, I want to scream that. Like, Jesus is mine and yeah. I'm his. Like, mm-hmm. he loves me so much. But God- that's the thing, too, is, like, 
Jesus was so selfless, he didn't have to give in to God's will. Mm-hmm. But God sent him solely because he loved us so much. Like, God, just think about God loves you individually and us as a whole so much, so much that he literally sent his son sent a son just for the sole purpose so that we wouldn't die for our sins yeah because it was inevitable once sin was introduced by adam and eve once sin was introduced like it was there and we were we were going to fall into it no matter what happened so he knew that and he didn't want us all to die or like to go to hell exactly because of the mistake of eve yep so he sent Jesus for that sole purpose, and he loves you that much. Like, when you don't feel like God loves you, like, he loves you that much that he sent Jesus for the sole purpose, knowing he was going to die, knowing that he was his only son for us. And that, like, that always humbles me because it's like, oh, my goodness, I'm worked up about tripping today or, like, yeah, my tire being flat. My coworker left early. My coworker <laughs> yelled at me or my coworker did this or whatever. Like, we just get caught up in these day-to-day things. Yeah. And then you think about that and you're like, wow, I'm just so ungrateful. Like, right. I literally, like, Jesus went through all this adversity. Jesus died. He got murdered just for me to have breath in my lungs right now just yep. for me to not have to go to hell like that in itself it's like wow I have so much to be grateful for and that that was why I was tearing up on my way home because it's like I don't deserve this no I don't deserve to have the life that I'm living to even feel God's love because of how much bad I've done in my life I don't deserve this but I'm here and right. he still loves me and he still chooses me every single day and I think about people who like don't encounter that and that makes me truly very sad because you know, I was that way. I didn't think that God could love me. I didn't think that I could be new. Right. But, like, God redeems, and he knows who you are, first of all. He knows who you are, no matter who you are, and how small you might feel in this world, or, like, how unpopular you may feel in this world. Like, God knows who you are. Yeah, I think I try to remember that, too, with the unpopular, what you just said, because, like, the things like when you feel like left out or left out of place like you might feel alone but really like you can't choose who you bring to heaven exactly like I can't be like hmm my friends aren't hanging out with me today but with that and this is crazy because me and my coworker were just talking about this too the same guy he talks about God all day it's amazing (laughs) but he was telling me he was like it only takes that one person in a family to be the light for the whole family, to cover the whole family. And I feel like sharing this too right now, um, my uncle had died in August. And I know I told you this already, but I want to share it because it's powerful. Yeah, I do. My uncle died in August and, you know, he died of alcoholism. He had a long history of using drugs and all this stuff, but he ended up passing away due to alcohol related things um and he was only in his 40s so he was young and um you know I the reason why I got so sad I wasn't sad necessarily I mean I was sad that he died but that wasn't the main reason it was because I was afraid that he wasn't going to go to heaven because when you think about somebody dying and you know they're going to heaven it's not as sad because yeah you know they're with God and I'd rather be there too some days you know what I mean oh yeah so <laughs> I wouldn't be sad 
if I was for sure that he was going to heaven, but I wasn't for sure because yeah. of the path that he chose and of the things that he did, right? And so I would pray about that every single day, like, God, please, like, I just pray that he made it to heaven with you, like, give me a sign that he made it to heaven with you, and I would pray, like, every day for the first week that um, he had passed, and that's what made me really, really sad, and um, it was fast forward like a month or two after my uncle had passed it might have been like two months because i want to say it was in november yeah it was in november um three months holy cow yeah because it was definitely like early november yes so it was a while after he had passed already so i kind of like you know forgot not forgot about it but like you kind of stopped praying about it this and that and um one day out of the blue one of my friends and i was having a really hard day this day one of my friends texted me and she was like, hey, Joss, like, I just wanted to tell you that last night I had a dream and it was God telling me that your uncle is in heaven and he's okay now and he's with me. And I was like, mind you, I'd never told anybody that I was praying about this. And I was like, and I'm getting chills as I say it because it's like, wow, like, prayer changes things and like prayer works and we that's why it's so important for us to cover those around us even if they're not necessarily believers like sometimes God forgives just because you covered that person and you saved them from going to hell because you're praying for them and you were like their prayer warrior and um that was like the biggest like wow you know because like you you know that God hears your prayers but in those moments where it's so obviously answered you're like wow like he really heard me like yeah I need to continue to pray about things because even when we're not hearing it that instant it doesn't mean that three months later you're not going to get an answer oh yeah oh yeah. that wow that's crazy that is true though yeah and that's literally like that's so beautiful too mm-hmm. oh my goodness Jazz. yeah because that was like three months later I completely forgot about it but I still set prayed that Dude, and I remember you telling me that, and I was both, like, almost, cry- like, you... I was crying. Yeah, I almost started just happened, bawling, every dude. Every time I told that story when it first happened, I just started crying because I'm like, dude, like, that was something really important to me, and, like, sometimes we really don't think that God, like... One, I was crying because, wow, God really does love me, mm-hmm. and two, I was crying because, obviously, like, happy tears that my uncle's in heaven, you know, and that was, like, a reminder because we really don't know, right? right. We don't know if that person's going to make it or not, but I knew he was a good, good person. Right. He just got, got caught up in addiction, and that's what happens with a lot of people. They're good people. They just right. end up in addiction. Or it's, like, the wrong... They take the not good path. Like, they take the one that, like, you have, like you said in the beginning, you have those two paths, and it's the one you you choose. Yeah, exactly. And so for those that we know are going on the wrong path, we still have to cover them in prayer. Because God can do amazing things, and God can turn people around, and God can turn people that you would never believe to him, right? Yes, And one day right. I want to get my brother on and share his testimony, because his testimony is crazy. I would love that, dude. His testimony is crazy, and he um, he had a complete life change. Like, mine was still a life change. It was a big life change, but I feel like his was just like, wow. You know, like, it's just beautiful. I love hearing people's testimonies, because it yeah. gives so much hope. Yes, uh-huh, and it's crazy because people can literally be going through the hardest things, and I talk about my grandma all the time because yeah. she's just a blessing man, and she's just, like, a godsend, but literally, like, she literally is the definer of, like, how much, even if your life sucks and it seems so bad, how good it can be even when you feel so terrible. Oh, dude, I thought about your grandma today, actually, because... Aww. 
my coworker, literally me and him talk. <laughs> He's there for only two hours, and we talked the entire time. But he actually had cancer in his kidney not recently i don't think this was a couple years ago he didn't really give me too much of a timeline but he was just trying to get the point across he had cancer in his kidney mind you he works out all the time he's pretty healthy like he lives a healthy lifestyle but he is in his 60s um and he was saying that like he was just broken and his mom had just passed i think i don't know like a lot of stuff had happened around this time he's the one who said you have to praise through right yeah okay okay and and that comes into play with this but so he was like you know he was praying about it because the doctor had told him that he had the cancer and so he was praying about it and god was like i want you to serve i want you to still go to the gym up until the day of your surgery like this and that and I want you to praise me wow and he said he literally heard God say that and so he continued to do it he continued and people didn't even know he had cancer but he was happy he was like you know telling people that like God bless you like God loves you this and that and he was like you know people were like how are you so happy and that's when he was like you know you can be going through the hardest time but you just have to choose to praise the Lord like he will get you through it and he was like, oh yeah like I got through it and I thought of your grandma in that moment because of you know her amputation yeah how she's still chooses joy and that is like the ultimate fruit of the spirit Mm -hmm. is knowing that no matter what's going on like i'm gonna choose to be happy because god has a plan behind oh yeah has a purpose behind this and that's why it's so important to praise through the process of whatever you're going through yeah and um she told my dad she was like she's in the hospital right now remind you like literally in a rehab in the in the hospital and she's like she told my dad and his friend on the way home from up north it's a great time in here and my dad and my dad and his friend just start dying laughing and we're like I always look at her I'm like how are you so freaking happy dude it's because of God Mm -hmm. and I'm really starting not I'm and by me saying this I'm not at all saying that I'm perfect because I still have my moments or my days of slip-ups but and I know I'll have you know weeks where I'm not so happy but right now I know that like just from giving God gratitude for my life and realizing and recognizing how much he's already blessed me with and that he really doesn't, I really don't deserve for him to give me anything more. But the fact that he still, just of what he's done has been enough. And I think since he sees my gratitude and sees me being grateful for the blessings that I do have, he in return is giving me like happiness and peace and like comfort. Oh yeah. Because I'm, I'm just choosing, like I know that he's not going to keep me in bad times forever. I know that I have a future. I know that I have things coming. I just have to wait. Yeah. And even in those moments where I'm like, where I feel so down, I, I don't know, this isn't me. I always say, I don't know if it's me or not, but literally it's just like, I can feel God being like, just wait on it. Like, give me time. And that's the thing too. I prayed for patience. I, I went through a period of praying for patience all the time, and I'm I'm honestly kicking myself for that because I'm like, dude, like, when you pray for patience, God's going to give you patience. Like, he's going to give you, you know, tests. He's going to show you how to be no, patient. he's going to give you tests where you have no choice but to just wait, wait it out. And it's so funny because at my Christmas party at my work, like, my manager, at the end of the Christmas party, they were asking if, you know, anybody wanted to add anything or um, if God was teaching them anything and literally I was about to say to have patience and as I was about to say it my manager goes to not pray for patience literally it was crazy as I was thinking about it he said it and I was like 
he said the total opposite of what I was thinking. And I was like, what the heck? Like, how I feel like he knew what I was thinking. Yeah. And um, he was like, because, man, like, this year is really, you know, he was he was like, I prayed for patience, and this year has been nothing but a test of patience. Yeah. Because we're all just waiting for this corona crap to be over. And oh, we're yeah. waiting for, you know, things to go back to normal. We're waiting for 2020 to end because it's yeah. just overall an, an insane year. Oh, yeah. And so... It was, like, one thing after another. <laughs> yeah, but, no, it's true. Like, once you choose to be patient, once you choose to go at God's pace, he is going to give you comfort, and he's going to give you, like, the peace of the Spirit. He is going to bless. Sorry, guys. I've, <laughs> As she yawns. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't slept that much this weekend, and I had to work at 7, and I went to sleep at, like, midnight yesterday. Long night. On that note. <laughs> On that note. Anyways, besides the point, um... God just really wants us to just know that he loves us. And to praise him. And to praise him even when life sucks. Yeah. Even you just, and just life Just to be sucks. grateful. Yeah, that's always. Really, like, that's what I've been learning is just be grateful. Yeah. Just ask him for help when you need it. Yeah. And just believe that he'll actually give it to you. I um actually was telling Joss before this when we were kind of talking about what we should talk about, and she was explaining this to me this is the topic she wanted to. I was talking to her about the church that I went to in California was called North Coast and they set up a church in Guatemala and they, on Mother's Day, they did like, um, a like thing for Guatemala and Mm -hmm. showed like around and they did like a tour of the church and everything. And these little kids didn't even have full houses. Like they're not roofs. There's like half walls like all this stuff crazy these kids are running around happiest kids in the world Mm -hmm. so happy and I'm like bro what how are they so happy and it's because they just see how much they have even though it's so little yeah to them it's so much but to us it's like feels like so little yeah like and it's crazy to me because I'm like I literally was watching that and I was crying because I'm like why am I not grateful for literally waking up in a bed? See, like, that shows right there that happiness does isn't derived by things. It's derived by your feelings. Yes. And, like, how you choose to live, basically. Like, positivity and that type of stuff. It, happiness isn't defined by how much you have or, like, this that's and that. That's true. You know? And yeah. that, that is a prime example. Because even, like, I work at a homeless shelter and... The kids there are so happy. You know, they don't have the best situations, but they just find different ways to entertain themselves or find different ways to be happy. Yeah. You know, like, and that's a constant reminder, too, to be humble and be grateful because I'm literally working at a homeless shelter where people have to live there because they don't have a home to go to. Right. That in itself is a reason to be humble, and it does. It humbles me every day. I'm going in and seeing these situations, and it's like, wow, like, I need to be more grateful in my life because that could be me at any given moment. Right. Like, nothing's guaranteed exactly so like I could end up in that situation and the fact that I take things for granted every single day like be grateful for what you have oh yeah but no I did a lot of talking and honestly I'm losing my voice (gasps) dude every after every church service on Sundays I come home and my voice is like half gone really every church service I think I've just talked a freaking lot today (sighs) like I talk me and and Bryant talk all the time and my whole shift I'm just like holy crap dude like I'm losing my voice and like I never really lose my voice but it is freaking raspy 
So I'm going to go before I lose my complete voice. <laughs> this was so good, though. I needed this. So thank yeah, you, Josh. I really hope it blesses you guys. I love you guys so much. And this was really just on my heart to share, not only for Kate, but for you guys and to remind myself, of course. Yeah. Because, you know, nothing's permanent. So I could forget all this by tomorrow. But yeah. just to remind everybody that... Um, we have things to be grateful for and that Jesus loves us and God loves us. And yeah, that in itself is something to wake up and be grateful for. Amen to that. So I love you guys. And like we always say, follow us on all social medias. We're, we haven't been as consistent on Instagram, yeah. but follow us there because that's where you'll get updates and obviously see pictures of us and all that kind of stuff. We still need to get on YouTube. We're really trying. Yeah. But that's to come still. We're just trying to get some technical things figured out because I'm not very good at it. I don't think it is either. <laughs> oh, I am not good. Joss is like got all this figured out she's doing great i do not but anyway um we'll eventually be on there so if you want go and subscribe and yeah guys thanks for listening we love you because we want to save the girls (laughs) heck yeah brother (laughs)